0: Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Today, we're jumping into Genesis, the first book of the Bible. Now, the ancients used to call the book, In the Beginning, because that's how it starts. We call it Genesis, which means beginning, the birth of everything. Now, Genesis isn't just a fancy name. It's actually a book about beginnings, and I'm excited to walk with you through it just to learn all that God has for us as we live on mission. Welcome. My name is Dan Holland, and I'll be your guide through Genesis. Now, over the next few minutes, we'll start the conversation, and then you can keep the conversation going right where you are. Where did Genesis come from, and why should we bother to read and understand it? That's a good question. So here's some backstory. Moses wrote Genesis most likely during the 40 years of Israel's wandering in the desert. But while Moses carried the Ten Commandments down from Mount Sinai, see, that the story didn't start there. Moses knew that the commands of God flowed from the heart of God, but the people didn't know that. They didn't know why the rules were changing. Maybe they wondered, why does God get to tell us how to live? See, Moses wanted the people of God to fully embrace the commands of God. But for that to happen, it's necessary to understand the heart of God and to understand God's heart. He had to take them back to the beginning of everything. Moses needed to tell them the story of how it all began. So he wrote Genesis to explain the origins of the world and humanity and to guide the Israelites in understanding God's plan and their role in it. What is God like? Where did we come from? What are we here for? See, that's why Genesis is crucial in comprehending the rest of the Bible. Genesis revolves around the relationships between God and nature, between God and humans, and between humans with one another. Genesis explores the concept of free will and faith as it asks whether we're going to trust God or try to outsmart Him, and that's a key to Genesis. See, Genesis introduces major players like Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. In fact, half of the people we read about in Hebrews 11, they're introduced to us in Genesis. But watch how often humans try to outsmart God and then justify their choices. See, ultimately, it poses the question of whether we will submit to God's will or try to go against it. The Israelites needed to know how it all started And so do we. See, for Moses, history is his story. Let me say that again. For Moses, history is his story. He took them back to the beginning of everything when there was nothing except God. Moses wrote it and, in fact, wrote the first five books of the Bible, what is today known as the Pentateuch, the five books or five scrolls. Moses wrote it, but we don't get to his story until the second book. So let's get to it. Now if Genesis is a book about beginnings, how important is the beginning of that book? The first two verses, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. How did that look in the beginning? What was the condition of the heavens and the earth? See, verse 2 explains the condition of the earth. The earth was formless and void. It was empty. It was literally, in a word, chaos. It was a mess. It was empty. It needed to be shaped and filled. See, God dumped everything out he created. God created. He made something out of nothing. He dumped it, then shaped it, then filled it. Notice that Moses starts with the universe, God created the heavens and the earth and then quickly shifts the focus to now the earth was formless and void. Why the shift in focus? Because that's where humans are going to live. Moses explains that during the first three days of creation, because things were a mess, God formed or shaped the heavens and the earth. He worked with what he had dumped out. He shaped it. He set boundaries between uh, day and night, sky and earth, land and sea. And then on days four, five, and six, he filled the heavens and the earth with, with all the inhabitants. Genesis isn't your typical Sunday sermon planets, stars, oceans, and all kinds of living things popping up out of nothing like it's a divine magic show. But it's not magic and it's not fiction, it's real. He filled the land with plants and trees, livestock, wild animals. He filled the heavens with the sun and moon and the sky with birds. He filled the sea with all kinds of fish. But his, his crowning achievement was mankind, created in his own image, and everything was perfect. It was fresh. It was new, just as he created it to be. Now, here are three things you're going to want to write down because it's an effective process you can follow whenever you want to create anything. The three things are this, dump it, shape it, fill it. That's what God did. And guess what? God sees it all and he gives it a divine thumbs up. Bible says God saw all that he had made and it was very good. That's how it all started. It all started with God and it will end with him too, but that's for another time. For now, to get the conversation started, first Read Genesis chapter one and two fully and then say whether or not you agree or disagree with this statement. God created everything in six literal days and that's the only way it happened. All right, let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.